Hello and a very warm welcome to you. I'm Adam Smith, the Meridian Group Commercial Director, and welcome to the latest in our podcast series with our partners Ryan concerning the top 10 signs that your SAP system cannot manage EU VAT complexity. Today we'll discuss one of the tactics that businesses are often using within their SAP system, and that's developing bespoke access sequences together with a complex set of condition records in order to try and derive a complex VAT decision in SAP. Now, this may well enable them to determine the VAT treatment for some types of complex transactions. However, there are many drawbacks in following this approach. So to explore these and discuss these today, we have two experts in this area, namely our own Nazir Zaidi, who's one of our senior VAT consultants here at Meridian, and Gilbert Mwansa, who's the Director of Tax Technology at our partners, Ryan. So, Nazar, over to you. Thank you, Adam. Gilbert, what we'd be quite interested to learn about today is if you can outline some of the challenges that you see some of your uh, SAP customers uh, facing when it comes to determining complex EU transactions uh, within the system. What are the types of challenges that you would see within SAP and how do you see your customers going about to solve these challenges? Well, thank you, Nazar. That's, that's a great question. Um, so, yeah, I'll just start by saying that um, while the tax regulations world over are in a constant change mode, SAP's native VAT determination functionality has remained largely unchanged from version to version. SAP VAT determination functionality uses condition records which are linear as they are based on a limited number of parameters provided by SAP in their standard field catalog. In other words, SAP's tax condition technique lacks the dynamism that most of the EU complex VAT determination scenarios demand. The VAT determination logic is solely dependent on the two character tax code, which means you have a limited number of combinations available. The tax code itself has a one-to-one -one relationship with the tax rate and the general ledger account and does not contain any debt stamps. So if you are, if you do require to, if the tax rates changes, um, you need to create new tax codes uh, in the system. In addition, SAP does not have a standard functionality to provide invoice legal text to support specific VAT treatments that have been applied in the system. So I guess, you know, this is just a flavor of some of the, you know, challenges that we see, uh, but there are many. Great, thank you, um, Gilbert. So um, one thing that um, we see a lot of businesses do over time is that they manage um, the standard SAP limitations by creating additional access sequences and condition records. So you touched on um, the, the standard fields available within the, the, the SAP functionality, which is out of the box. So that would include things like tax departure country, tax destination country, customer tax classification, and material tax classification. And those are the core uh, tax determination characteristics that are made up of the, the basic uh, access sequence and condition records. So what we do see clients do, um, particularly in the short term, is they will create their own bespoke 
um, access sequences and they will start adding additional characteristics. Now that often works in the short term and it's perfectly understandable why clients would do that, but in the long term it can create a, a very highly complex and customized uh, VAT determination logic within the system and over time it becomes very difficult for uh, tax, finance and IT to really understand, trust or maintain what's actually in the system. So as a general rule, um, we tend to say that if your business has more than five access sequences and or it has over a hundred condition records per VAT jurisdiction, that's normally a good indication that um, you know your, your system is getting too complex and you're managing complex VAT treatment through uh, the access sequence or condition record technique, which creates long-term maintenance issues. So perhaps Gilbert, you could um, give us a, a bit of an overview of of how you see clients um, in, in terms of managing this kind of challenge via access sequences and condition records. What are some of the, the case studies that you've perhaps seen? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think just to uh, use spot on um, in terms of your observations and just um, the general approach. Um, yeah, I think also from my experience, um, solutions um, range from highly customized uh, VAT determination to um, what is what I can classify as semi-automated processes. So uh, some of the clients we come across deploy very costly customization to manage the comp complexities that um, demand that are demanded by the you know European VAT regulations. Uh, other clients implement what is classified, what, what I would classify as a hybrid model. As you said, they create extensive condition records. They add a number of parameters. But what I've, what we've noticed is that even with extensive condition records and access sequences, it doesn't necessarily drive the automation that they require. What we often see is that they still have a manual intervention process where users need to select uh, information such as the tax classification indicator, an alternative tax classification indicator that is Incoterms ETC to be able to drive a specific tax code uh, within the condition records. Yeah, that, that's very interesting um, because I think you're absolutely right to highlight that sort of distinction between automated and uh, cool. manual uh, VAT determination. So absolutely, the more characteristics you have within your access sequence and condition record, the cool. more um, you have to teach the system um, what those characteristics are. And of course, if you can't do that in an automated way, you're effectively creating even more manual workaround. Um, certainly, what we would always say as a business who wants to look at this, uh, try and understand how fit for, for modern uh, VAT challenges your system is, the first step would be to actually look to see within your system, if you're a tax manager, um, how many condition records and how many access sequences uh, do you have? But in high level terms, what you'd need to do is go into transaction VK13 
and that will um, initially tell you how many access sequences uh, your system um, has set up. Then the next step would be to use transaction V slash LD to actually print out your condition records. Uh, and really, uh, you know, that, that is going to be a very good litmus test of how um, fit for purpose your, um, your system is. If you have hundreds and thousands of condition records, and if while reviewing them, they don't make too much sense, then normally that's a, a good barometer of uh, perhaps a system that needs to be looked at. On the other hand, if you can review them and they all make sense to you, then you're probably in a much better place. Um, it means that you'll have it much easier when, for example, you're explaining to tax authorities how your system is set up for VAT purposes. That's great, Naza. Um, so the, I just want to find out from you. Um, can you just outline how Meridian VAT add-on technology can automate the treatment of complex VAT decisions? Sure. So um, one of the, the key things that we try and do is actually um, keep the access sequence um, approach as simple as possible. So whilst we see that uh, many businesses do create additional characteristics, we try and take the opposite approach. We try and stick with what standard SAP has provided in the basic access sequences. And then what we have is in the background, we have a lot of detailed logic and certain Meridian VAT add-on tables that will allow us to correctly determine those characteristics. So uh, as an example, standard SAP can be very bad at determining the tax departure country in chain transactions. Uh, many of our um, clients would previously create new characteristics within the access sequence, let's say delivering plant or customer number, and try and um, get the correct VAT treatment from that perspective. Uh, what we do instead is actually try and get the tax departure country correctly uh, reported in the first place. So we have certain tables which can dynamically update per sales order uh, the correct VAT treatment depending on the VAT rules. And because we take that technique, um, we actually are, are able to ensure that our clients never have to create new access sequences and they don't have to create complex condition records. So that, that's the, the first um, sort of general approach that we take. Another uh, important factor to bear in mind is that when it comes to cross-border condition records, we actually have a technique whereby we use country code EU and country code XX for non-EU jurisdictions. And because of that, we are able to remove a huge amount of duplicate condition records. So typically, um, post uh, implementation of the Meridian VAT add-on, clients will uh, often find that they go from having thousands, um, sometimes more, sometimes tens of thousands of condition records, to having condition records very much in the, the tens or hundreds, uh, very low hundreds, um, following a Meridian implementation. Uh, and because of the techniques that we use and the, the general uh, approach of the VAT add-on, uh, what we tend to find is that the complexity that comes with EU VAT determination is actually handled in the background by the Meridian VAT add-on. And the condition records and access sequences that tax, finance, and ITC are actually a lot simpler. 
So it's one of the, the biggest um, changes that clients will see when they implement our solution. They're going from a very complex setup of access sequences and condition records to a very simple setup um, because, like I say, the complexity of EU VAT determination is actually handled by the VAT add-on in the background. Excellent stuff. Now, thank you, Nazar and Gilbert, for your time and insight into how businesses are using access sequences and condition records in SAP and discussing how Meridian can help organisations solve this important issue. We hope those listening found this discussion informative and helpful, and we look forward to talking to you again in the next podcast edition of the top 10 signs that your SAP system can't manage EU VAT complexity.